want you to imagine something with me today. Imagine this. Your dad comes walking in the door to your home, and he's so excited, and he tells you and the other members of your family that he got a new job. And he says that he's been praying for a new job and that now he has a new job, but he tells you that because he has a new job, he has to move to a new place and you have to move next month. Wow. How would you feel? It might be kind of scary to move, especially if you didn't have any family in the place that you would be moving to. It might be a little bit strange for you at first. Maybe you would be leaving your friends and your family in the place that you live and you'd be having to move to a new area where you don't really know the people and you don't know anyone. But then your dad said, I'm sure God's given me this new job, so everything will be fine for you too. And then he would say this verse, 1 Thessalonians 5.24, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Now this verse is our memory verse for today, and it's found in God's Word in the New Testament. Remember that the Bible has two parts, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Now in the entire Bible, there are 66 books. There's 39 in the Old Testament and 27 in the New Testament. 1 Thessalonians is one of the books in the New Testament. And the same man, Paul, wrote this book in the Bible as well. He also wrote the memory verse that we had yesterday, which is found in the book of Ephesians. 1 Thessalonians was a letter to another church in a place called Thessalonica. So we find this verse in 1 Thessalonians 5.24. Now it's 1 Thessalonians because there's two books in the Bible named Thessalonians. The first one is named 1 or 1 Thessalonians, and the second one is named 2 or 2 Thessalonians. And then we find this verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24. It says, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is he. Well, someone is faithful when you can depend on them. You can depend on them to keep their promises and to keep their word. In other words, what they say they're going to do, they do it. That person is faithful. If they make a promise, they will keep it. In this verse, the one who is faithful is God. And it says faithful is he. So that's speaking about God. God is faithful. That calleth you. Well, that means God has a purpose for your life. He has a plan. He has something he wants you to do. Faithful is he that calleth you. God is faithful. He calls you to do things. He has a purpose. He has a plan for your life. And he calls you to do things. He is faithful. He will keep his promise. Who also will do it is the last part of the verse. When God asks you to do something for him, he will help you to do it. He won't leave you on your own to try to figure out by yourself. God will help you to do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 So if you have trusted on Jesus as your Savior, God has called you and has allowed the events in your life to happen. God will be faithful to you. He'll help you even when things get difficult. And if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you need to first believe on him. 
When you believe on him, he gives you new life. He changes you on the inside and he will show you his faithfulness. He will show you that you can depend on God. You can count on God. You can trust him. He keeps his promises. He keeps his word. Later on today, you'll have an opportunity to make that decision to believe on Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Remember, God has an important plan and purpose for your life, but he won't leave you to do it on your own. He will help you to do it. He is faithful. You can depend on God. You can count on him. He keeps his promises. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Megan came home from school and she walked in the house and she slammed the door and she said, I'm so upset at Jessica. Mother was there and she knew that Megan had been angry with Jessica at other times too. And so mother came up to Megan and said, what's the problem this time? Ugh, Megan was upset. She said, Jessica doesn't keep her word. She promised to meet me at the park, but... She never came. Megan was complaining. She was angry. Maybe Jessica had a good reason for not being able to keep her promise. But maybe Jessica was just careless and forgot. It's always good to know that you can trust God to keep his promises. God has promised his people, the children of Israel, that the land of Canaan would be their home. And after waiting years for this promise to come true, the time had finally come. It was time for the Israelites to enter into Canaan. Even though the Israelites were very close to the Jordan River, they could not see it. 
joshua got up very early and led them to the edge or the bank of the jordan river and they camped there for three days and joshua had given very careful instructions for the people and he told the people whenever you see the ark of the covenant of the lord your god carried by the priest get up and follow it the ark of the covenant was a very special thing forty years earlier god had given moses directions for making this special piece of furniture when the people of israel were not traveling it was kept in a place of worship called the tabernacle god said he wanted to live among his people and the tabernacle was built for that purpose the lid on the ark of the covenant was made with two angel-like figures they were called cherubim and they were looking toward each other god had said there i will meet with you from between the two cherubim so this ark of the covenant was a place where the priest could go and meet with god the ark of the covenant was considered a holy piece of furniture god had given many rules on how the ark of the covenant had to be handled one of them was do not get too close to it god had a reason for all of the special rules because he was reminding the people that he is holy but they were sinful and you and i are sinful too because we're born in sin we do many wrong things anytime you think or say or do things that displease god you are sinning and when you disobey or you hit your brother or sister you sin and that keeps you away from god because god is holy pure perfect from all sin you deserve god's punishment for sin and that punishment is to be separated forever from god in a terrible place of punishment but god created you and loves you and he made a way to bring you near to him and when the perfect son of god bled and died on the cross he was separated from god and punished for the wrong things you've done the bible says jesus bore our sins in his body on the tree jesus took your sins or he bore your sins that means he took the punishment for your sins when he died on the cross three days later the lord jesus rose from the dead today he's alive in heaven and when you believe jesus died for your sins trusting him as your savior he'll forgive you and he'll bring you near to god you and i need to be forgiven because we are sinful and god reminded the people that they are sinful and because of their sinfulness they could not go near the ark of the covenant but there was another reason that they had to keep their distance the officers of the people reminded them you have never gone this way before you must let the ark of the covenant go far enough ahead so everyone can see it and know the way to go then joshua said to the people sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the lord will do wonders among you remember what sanctify means that means that they had to keep themselves pure they had to think about god and think about god's promises to them especially that god would take them into the land of canaan to have courage the people needed to remember that god keeps his promises and if you know jesus as your savior god wants you to remember he is faithful to keep his promises maybe there's something you know you should do but you just can't seem to do it you know god wants you to tell others about jesus but you're afraid you know god wants you to say no to sin so your life will be a good example to others but you just can't seem to stop doing or thinking sinful things you know god wants you to read your bible and pray but you think 
you can't understand the Bible and you don't know what to pray about, so you don't do it. At times, your wrong attitude or your fears might keep you from doing what God wants you to do and from enjoying God's best plan for your life. These things that block your way can seem impossible for you to overcome or for you to start doing. But God is faithful. He keeps his promises and he's promised to help you and to give you strength to do it. Our memory verse today says, 1 Thessalonians 5.24, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24, Even if the problem is very big, God will keep his promises to help you. To have courage that people needed to remember, God keeps his promises. They would need to trust God to get them across the Jordan River. There was no bridge or road across this river. It was a very, very long river. How would they get across? Joshua directed the priests, take the Ark of the Covenant and go to the river before the people. And then God said to Joshua, today I will begin to make you great in the sight of all Israel. So they may know that just as I was with Moses, I will be with you. That promise must have been so encouraging to Joshua. The people would know that God was with Joshua just like God was with Moses. And then God gave Joshua some more instructions. God told Joshua, tell the priest to move into the water at the edge of the Jordan River. So Joshua went back to the crowd and he told the Israelites, come here, listen to the words of the Lord your God. By what God is going to do now, you can know that the living God is here among you and that he will drive out your enemies in the land. Who were the enemies in the land? That was the Canaanites, those who did not believe in the one true God, and they did wicked and very bad things against God. Joshua said, As soon as the soles of the priest's feet stand in the river, the waters of the Jordan upstream will be cut off and stand in a heap. Now, a soul is spelled this way, S-O-L-E. It's part of your foot. The priest were the people who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant. It was more than one priest who was carrying the Ark of the Covenant. Only certain people could be near the Ark of the Covenant, and those were the priests. But here, Joshua said, as soon as the soles of the priest's feet stand in the river, the waters of the Jordan upstream will be cut off and stand in a heap. So as soon as the priest stepped into the river, the waters would start to stop coming up the river. The waters upstream will be cut off. That means they'll stop flowing. They'll stand in a heap. The people watched as the water rushed by. And the Jordan was at flood stage. When a river is flooding, it looks very fast. It can look very dangerous. It can be very high. But the priests moved ahead until each one was standing in the water. Maybe there was a sound of rushing water, and then it, maybe it got very still and silent. As the people watched, the river began to get dry. The priest walked out into the middle of the Jordan River, and they stopped. And the people followed to the other side of the Jordan River. This was an amazing thing that God was doing. The Bible says the waters upstream stood still and rose in a heap very far away, or kind of just rose up in a pile. The water flowing downstream just rushed away, and the people walked on dry ground. 
The ground wasn't muddy. It was dry. It was not wet at all. Truly, God was doing a miracle. This was a wonder. God is faithful to keep his promises. God said he would take them into Canaan. And this was how he was doing it. God will keep his promises to you too. God's word tells us he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God's good work in you began when you trusted Jesus as your savior from sin. His work is to make you more like him. He'll continue working in you until Jesus comes again. God is faithful and he keeps his promises. God's promise to give you courage even when you're afraid. God can give you courage and strength to do what's right. God can help you to say no to sin. God can help you to win over your wrong thoughts or attitudes. Win over means to choose to do the right thing or to get victory over it. God has promised to help you understand the Bible and to know what to pray about. When you think you can't do something God wants you to do, remember our memory verse from today. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Think about how faithfully God has kept his promises to you in the past. You can ask God to remind you of a promise in the Bible that you can always remember. And you can memorize that promise and tell God thank you that he always keeps his promises. God was keeping his promise to the Israelites. They must have thought of God's faithfulness to them as they walked across the dry ground of the Jordan River. Finally, all of the Israelites stood on the other side of the Jordan River. God had kept his promise. And God told Joshua, choose 12 men to go back into the Jordan Riverbed. Riverbed is part of the river that's on the ground, right? Like the rocks in the river. So Joshua told 12 men to go back and each carry a large stone to the edge or the bank of the river. God's next words were, command the priest with the Ark of the Covenant to come up from the Jordan. And while the people watched, Joshua told the priest to come. The priest came to the other side of the Jordan River and immediately the water came back in the river. It started to flow again, just as it had before. God's word says that when the kings of the cities of Canaan heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan for the Israelites. Listen to this. The Bible says for those kings, their hearts melted. Neither was their spirit in them anymore because of the children of Israel. That means those kings of the Canaanites, they were so afraid. They were so afraid and discouraged because they realized they have a powerful God. There was one more thing for the Israelites to do. The 12 stones that they brought out of the river, they set them up like a pillar on the bank of the river. The stones were to remain there always. Joshua told the people why. When your children ask you what those stones mean, tell them that the people of Israel crossed the Jordan River on dry land. The Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan just as he dried up the waters of the Red Sea. Remember when God dried up the waters of the Red Sea? God did that when Moses was leading the children of Israel. 
the people would remember God's faithfulness, that he keeps his promises. And if you know Jesus as your Savior, God wants you to remember he keeps his promise. Maybe you have a hard time doing something that God wants you to do. Maybe you feel afraid to tell someone about Jesus. Or maybe you find it hard to say no to wrong things. Or maybe you find it hard to read God's word and pray. Will you remember our memory verse from today? 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Will you think about how God's been faithful to you already? You can choose a promise from God's word and memorize it. Tell God thank you that he always keeps his promises. And maybe later this week you can tell someone how God has been faithful to you. But if you've never believed on Jesus as your Savior, God has a special promise in his word, the Bible, just for you. The Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And when you realize you can't save yourself from sin, you need Jesus to save you. Then you can choose to believe on Jesus. You can be saved from the punishment of your sin so that you don't have to be separated from God. You can tell God that you have sinned and you can choose to believe that Jesus died and rose again. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved from the punishment of your sin. If you're ready to make that decision, you can tell Jesus something like this and truly mean it. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. Please save me from the punishment of my sin and change me on the inside to live your way. In Jesus' name, amen. That's right. If you choose to believe on Jesus, he will save you from the punishment of your sin. And if you would like to read about the Israelites crossing the Jordan River, you can read about it in Joshua chapters 3 and 4 and the very first verse of chapter 5 in the book of Joshua. Joshua is one of the books in the Old Testament part of the Bible. If you don't know how to find it, usually a Bible has a page in the front called the Table of Contents, and you should see Joshua in the Old Testament section of the Table of Contents. So you can read about the Israelites crossing the Jordan River in Joshua chapters 3 and 4 and the first verse of chapter 5. Well, that's all for this time. I'll see you next time. Bye.